0: The mission of A.T.I.P. was quite simple. It was to collect and analyze information involving anomalous uh, aerial vehicles. Uh, what I guess in the vernacular you you call them U.F.O.s, we call them U.A.P.s. You know how this sounds. It sounds nutty, nutty. Wacky. 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 Look, Bill, I, I'm not I'm not telling you that that it doesn't sound wacky. What I'm telling you is real. The question is, what is it? What are its intentions? What are its capabilities?
1: I've had some people tell me, you know, when you say that you can sound crazy, and I'll be honest, I'm not a UFO guy.
0: But from what I hear you guys saying, there's some 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 some
1: some. Yeah. Oh, there's there's definitely something that I don't know who's building it, who's got the technology, who's got the brains, but there's there's something out there that was better than our airplane. Greetings, friends. It's Chapa. We're back again. It's me, Matt, and Felix coming to you this afternoon, this Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. Uh, Before we get started on the show today, I will take this moment to take a victory lap on behalf of Felix for Saturday's absolutely legendary Dark Souls stream, in which Felix and all of our viewers, listeners, anyone who, who tuned into the Twitch stream or donated... Raised over $120,000 for three different Palestinian charitable organizations. So that is, by my accounts, a 40 grand check for each one of these organizations. So, Felix, please take a bow.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Um, I want to thank our chat first and foremost, primarily for the incredible pace and generosity they displayed, but also for, with the match, arriving at a really round number um it was going to give me hives if i had to round up or down because we got into the you know uh like 0.7857 cents territory that would have been bad for me um this was a this was one of the best days i've ever had on the computer seriously uh thank everyone so much for Everyone who was involved, I mean, you, Will, you, Chris, like came on and, and hung out. Uh, all the boys from the stream, Andrew and Zeke for playing DS3 co op with me towards the end when I was getting tired. Um, no, it was, it, it was, I, I would have done that regard. I would have, like, probably, it, it's, I probably played like 40% more games than I would have anyway after my <laughs> second shot, just in a fugue state. So it wasn't really difficult or anything for me. Um, but the the most important thing, <laughs> it wasn't more difficult. than anything, game's easy. The, the, well, the, I mean, I'm going to get into that. The most important thing is my excuses. Okay, first of all, uh, those who tuned into the beginning, um, I was having trouble with uh, Dark Sun Gwendolyn, one of the easier bosses in the game. This isn't my fault because, A, second shot, I was tired, my stomach hurt, and. I had fucked up the audio, and I was trying to figure out while I was doing that fight. Uh, The Abyss Watchers. Why did I die to the Abyss Watchers in co-op? I wasn't paying attention because I am medically low IQ from having the vaccine. Why did I die in Giant's Tomb so much? It was dark. I have bad eyesight. Next question. Those are the most important things I wanted to address.
1: That's true, but I mean, if you watch the stream and you you know you can you can you can watch the whole thing, it's uh, now saved on the Chapo Fym uh, Twitch stream. Uh, At no point, and no point during any of the boss fights did Felix portray any fright. He was not afraid of any of the monsters, and I think that's also important. I think we need to mention that as well.
2: I was shivering inside, but I had to stick it out. Well, that's, luckily, co- luckily, that's what luckily, real the- courage
1: is. It's not that you don't feel fear; it's that you don't let it, you know, get to you.
2: Uh, I wouldn't say that because since my second shot, I've noticed a very noticeable decrease in emotions (laughs) on my part.
1: Well, it's like a staggering amount of money. I mean, I'm not saying like, you know, we're like, oh, like uh, we didn't think it would be successful or whatever. But I mean, it well exceeded like I think what anybody was expecting in terms of just like a a fun charity stream on, uh, on Twitch.
2: No, that was like the craziest part is I expected it to do well and I was planning on going for a really long time. Um, but I expect by really well, I mean, like, you know, still what would have been like awesome and like made my year like 40 K total. Um, because it was like, yeah, I had like, I spent like a couple days promoting it and people were excited, but like within the first 20 minutes, it was like obvious we were going to get to like a six figure amount because people were just so, I don't know, just the, the vibe in that chat is so good. Like we've seen our chat and our community respond to fundraising stuff before, but this was this was fucking insane. Um, I don't know what that else to say. It robbed words from me. It was beautiful to see, and you know we are doing an episode comprehensively about Palestine tomorrow. Uh, but this is the only way things get better. Is I mean, I- like not. Literally me streaming,
1: but you know, I, like, I was, like, if you, not literally. Like, me. There's a certain like in bloodborne.
2: If you do a right button combo, like you fight Benjamin
0: Netanyahu, and if you kill yeah. him, we cut off all aid to Israel.
2: But no, I mean, I mean, like more generally, like people not feeling helpless and realizing there is hope. I yeah. don't. It would be funny if I was saying like this is I am the only way it can be- get better. <laughs> I'm the only one who can solve this
1: charity video I need game to streams. Do more streams. That's gonna. I mean, shit. I mean, I, the Will Menaker Resident Evil Eight stream. It's coming soon. I just have to pick the. Uh, I can't the, wait for that. The right charity, um, whether it's the IDF or um <laughs> or the <laughs> the West Bank settlement project. I don't know. Uh, put me in touch with some good organizations. But you know, we want to make things fair here. But
2: uh, my my, uh, my friend Davis like DM'd me during the stream during like hour like twelve and was like, "Oh, we're doing box fights in Fortnite. We haven't done that in a while. You want to do that? And I I haven't played Fortnite in, like two years now." And I had been talking about playing it, and I was laughing so hard about how fucked up it would be if I just stopped the stream to do that. I don't even stream for it. I'm like, no, it just gives me bad frames if I stream it. All right, bye. Stream's over. <laughs> like,
1: just <laughs>
2: how awful that would
1: be. No more money. No more yeah, money. All right,
2: bye, bye, guys.
1: Well, I mean, like, the, uh, the six-figure amount, I mean, it is one that I think, you know, any, anybody should take note of. And I was thinking about it over the weekend. And, you know, certainly, not only your Dark Souls stream, it's but a very small facet of a larger thing that I think a lot of people are, are seeing right now as it relates to Israel and Palestine which is a a, a thawing of this dead consensus in terms of like mm-hmm. a willingness among you know not radicalized or essentially like politicized feel like you know normal people to like question the uh, th- this, hegemonic narrative about Israel-Palestine that has been, like, you know, the algorithm that we talked about on last episode, this 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 script that seems to have just been running pretty much unbroken. Now, I don't want to make it seem like... I don't want to say this as, like, a means to, like, uh, say that it's hopeless or whatever, but I think we need to, to temper that reality with the fact that, like, even large shifts in public opinion on issues that previously, even 10 years ago, would have thought to have been impossible are not going to... Stop the violence from happening they 're not going to stop Israel from killing people, and they 're not going to change mm. u s policy towards israel i don 't say that to like dishearten anyone, but just to sort of steal your nerves for what is a very like long and difficult fight here but I mean like it, it shows that like it's something something 's working like this consensus is cracking up that being said we don 't really live in a country where the, you know a better discourse or a better public opinion on an issue like this is going to stop for instance Joe Biden from approving another billion dollars in arms sales to Israel just this weekend. Yeah, it
2: is going to be an incredibly long arduous fight in the same way that apartheid in South, Af- South Africa was. But I do feel more cause for optimism than I have in my entire lifetime with this specific issue.
1: Well, it was it was a remarkable thing that you that you pulled off on Saturday. Like it, t- it took me by surprise. I think it took a lot of people by surprise. And uh I, like as I said uh, when I left the stream, it just it, it gave there was a lot of love there um from the chat from everyone who donated a lot of love for you know the people of Palestine and a lot of for the the bravery that they're showing, but uh, a lot of that comes from a lot of the anger and disgust and horror over what people see every single day and end a feeling of like uh you know helplessness to to stop what's occurring and like I said, i don't think i mean the the money that you raise will do tangible. Measurable good in people's lives, but again, it 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 will not it will not defeat you know like the the U.S. government or the Israeli military or state, but pe- people are feeling it. Like think things are changing to a certain degree, and I mean, I'm just uh have to be just very impressed and proud of uh, what you did, Felix. So I, I have to hu- hugely tip my cap to you.
2: Thank you. No, I could not have done it without like everyone in chat, everyone who's hanging out. It made it all the more, uh, easier. But yeah, no, I mean, I I have not seen liberal Zionists on their back heels like this in my entire life. But again, you know, this is, this could take decades. And I I mean, it takes more than love. You also have to honor the resistance of Palestinians. There's also anger. There's also rage. There's organization. There's more than just love and good feelings. But, uh, Again, I do feel cause for hope towards this in a way that I have not.
1: Well, it's just a question of like, you know, when the consensus goes away, like what, what, what is the United States left with in terms of its policy? And like, you know, even though they can, as we've said before, like they, they can carry out policy without any sort of democratic consensus or, you know, consent, certainly. But like, you know, what, what, what are they really left with? I mean, like, does it get more or less difficult? Like, I I don't know. But, like, what we're seeing now is the crack up of that consensus. And like you said, Felix, the absolute tombstone of, like, any liberal Zionist uh, self-justification or self-mystification or that that whole line of reasoning and self-identification is just thoroughly a corpse now. There's there's no defending it.
2: Yeah, the... I mean the new thing you're doing if you would be a, would have been a liberal Zionist a few years ago is now you're saying uh you're doing this sort of vox e thing of like oh well why this specific thing when like there are tragedies that happen everywhere and not doing like this is an old Zionist line of like oh why you know why don't you uh, why don't you do uh, BDS to Saudi Arabia and it's like yeah no I'll stop uh buying from Aramco no more falcon <laughs> deals for me dumbass but um, it's just saying, like, oh, this is just, like, a, you know, Twitter isn't real life, guys. This is just a cultural affectation. Just for amount of good done, we should focus on different issues. And it's, like, I'm sorry, do any of those other places, is there a fucking conference every year where all my elected representatives, like, pledge loyalty to whichever, uh, whichever other place you're talking about? Do they train cops in our country? Do they fucking... Do we give them ten million dollars a fucking day and God knows what else?
0: Do you have to sign a a pledge that you won't you will buy Sabra hummus if you want a job <laughs> uh like working at a library in Texas?
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like this is obviously a very distinct thing. And I mean, just keep your eyes out for anyone who will obscure what is very obvious. It is not the relationship between the American empire and Israel is not just the default between two regular countries who are friendly to each other.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, another thing I was thinking about as regards to this, like this dead consensus and like the ways in which, uh, p- people either p- for money or just as a hobby, will find a way to like, uh, defend Israel in this country. Uh, like this is similar to our conversation we had the other week about the, uh, like the woke CIA recruitment video is that like, both the woke and anti-woke lines are being used often by the same people to make the same point you know like it was like i feel like it was only like a couple of months ago there was like the pick crew like zionist avatar click that was just like i'm small bean feeling very anxious and attacked right now uh i'm feeling marginalized this is zionist uh you know like prayers up for me or whatever and then like i don't know like the, the, these these people have mutated or just got new burner accounts but like often it's the same people now saying the biggest threat to, like, you know, our safety as Jews in America is the woke movement and Black Lives Matter. You know, it's just like, yeah, it's totally interchangeable for them, and that should tell you something about, like, the the woke debate, uh, the in in general, and its uses and abuses, or just the fact, like, how easily it can be fit it to, it can be modded to fit any fucking narrative that supports, uh, like, you know. It, adopting an anti-woke position because the cia has like an ad about like oh i have imposter syndrome like doesn't exactly inoculate you from fucking uh the the depredations of like the u.s empire or intelligence community because they'll they'll be, they'll be happy to take the opposite line and sell you the exact same thing
2: yeah it's like we obviously think all that shit is silly but it's like the cia could also do like an ad with like dennis leary being like hey nancy's you want a real fucking job
0: Well, no, because the people who appeal to that don't have the uh, the education that they're looking for. Like that 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 whole that specific thing was about recruitment. Uh, But but generally, uh, yeah, like people, some people have gotten in their head that because woke language is used to you know mystify uh, material issues, that therefore the opposite side is some sort of authentic response to that and not also a cultural structure made up by the same people and exploited by the same fucking people to do the same
1: mystifying work well yeah well I mean, once again thank you to everyone who donated and uh should we put the same should we put the, the three organizations and like the the link to the show in case anyone didn't, d- didn't get yeah. a chance to donate maybe they can uh they can kick in um after if they if they missed the if they missed the dark souls stream so I guess we'll put a link to those three organizations.
2: I just wanted to go back a little to the CIA video again. It was funny when people are like, uh, this is bad because they're like using liberatory language, and the language in the video is like, I have anxiety. I love taking Wellbutrin. I'm addicted to it. It gets me high, actually. I have imposter syndrome. It's just like not anything. It's it's, 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 it's
0: validation of... of, Like people who have that stuff see somebody say I have it and, and I'm able to call in drone strikes and they feel like that is some sort of political validation of them as people because yeah. liberation means being personally
1: validated alright well moving on uh, today uh, here is some hot goss coming to you straight from the pages of the Daily Beast Headline, Jeffrey Epstein gave Bill Gates advice on how to end, quote, toxic marriage, sources say. a person. Sometimes the side
2: bitch isn't a bitch at all.
1: <laughs> a person who attended meetings at Epstein's townhouse said Gates enjoyed holding court there. Holy shit, are Melinda Gates' lawyers and PR people putting Bill through the fucking ringer right now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what,
0: what the fuck? I mean, th- this is... She's going to get, like, a zillion dollars no matter what. I mean, what the, are they trying to make sure that she gets, like, the Da Vinci Codex that he has or something? <laughs> Fuck.
2: This entire thing has been funny because it's, like, seeing how much people default into just everything being, a, like, one of their stories where it's, like, oh, in the Bill and Melinda Gates relationship, there was a good guy in the, and a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> like one of them is the protagonist of the relationship.
1: Well, let's uh, let's check out the story I said here. It says, um, Bachelor sex offender Jeffrey Epstein gave Bill Gates advice on ending his marriage with Melinda after the Microsoft co-founder complained about her during a series of meetings at the money manager's mansion, according to two people familiar with the situation. Gates used the gathering at Epstein's $77 million New York townhouse as an escape from what he told Epstein was a toxic marriage, a topic both men found humorous, a person who attended the meetings told the Daily Beast. The billionaire met Epstein dozens of times, starting in 2011 and continually through 2014, mostly at the financier's Manhattan home. A substantially higher number than has been previously reported. Their conversations took place years before Bill and Melinda Gates announced this month that they were splitting up. I think what's funny about that is, uh, you know, he's like, "Oh, he loved holding court at Jeffrey Epstein's mansion, and he loved complaining about the Melinda, you know, shaking the rolling pin at him or whatever." Um, In 2011 to 2014 like this is uh, years after he had like served jail time for being a sex offender you know what I mean like, I, like a lot of these stories where they're just like hmm I found his lifestyle very interesting it was just like you were hanging out with this guy after it was like public record that he had gone to jail for soliciting a teenager for sex yeah, but he also had a lot of really good uh, relationship advice. Not a lot of people <laughs> can
0: say that. You know, yeah. Th- those are those are precious resources.
2: Well, Jeffrey Epstein, the real reason he was rich and like had all those friends was that he was actually like Hitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the movie was based on him he was, a, he was a hitch for the rich people He was, yeah. not,
0: he was not doing uh, the sexual style assaults. Sort of like that's, why, that's why
2: Leon Black gave him like a billion fucking dollars He's like, you saved my marriage
0: Yeah, you taught me how to dance funky So that I can <laughs> get my wife back Elbows, six inches from the waist 90 degree angles don't you bite your lips. Stop
1: it! All these sad sack Kevin James types are just coming to them like hat in it coming to him hat in hand. It's just like, help me, Jeffrey. Yeah, I, that's I, so I need swag. Yeah, Glenn
2: Dubin was like, you gave me so much swag, I'm gonna sell you my daughter. <laughs>
1: Um, it says here, Gates, in turn, encouraged Epstein to rehabilitate his image in the media following his 2008 guilty plea for soliciting a minor for prostitution and discussed Epstein becoming involved with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. I mean, yeah, like that, that, that is what these charities are kind of for, right? They're oh, just yeah. like, oh, yeah. Start, start getting, why don't you get involved with our foundation? It'll help you really, uh, <laughs> really help your image out after the whole um buying teenagers for the purposes of having sex with them. Uh, The people familiar with the matter said Gates found freedom in Epstein's lair, where he met a rotating cast of bold-faced names and discussed worldly issues in between rounds of jokes and gossip. A men's club atmosphere that irritated Melinda. Hell hath no fury like what? A woman scorned! Well, like,
2: she should have found, like, a girl,
1: Jeffrey Epstein, to (laughs) hang out with.
0: I just love the idea that they're treating Bill Gates hanging around with this guy who is like a luciferian figure of unfathomable evil like it's like he's ralph crammed and going to the moose lodge <laughs> <is> just roll, <laughs> waving the rolling pin at him
2: i love it when i get home from like Putting live infants in a burning Moloch statue, and yeah, doing liquid the liquid
0: ball sh- with a pre-K class, just
2: bl- fucking vaporizing them. I just come home like just smelling like ash, like blood rubbed on my face, and my wife comes out in a bathrobe and her rollers, and she's like, "Where have you
0: been?" <laughs> <laughs> oh God, some more of this. Oh boy, I got. I do got a hard day's work at the fact at the microsoft thing piling up the foreskins all i want to do is blow off some steam
2: i have to do five videos tomorrow where i drink poop and like try to airdrop condoms on sub-saharan africa i'm
0: figuring out a way to uh to make so that millennials will live in dog cages and i gotta hear this when i come home
1: one of these days melinda pow right to the island (laughs) uh It's not an overstatement. Going to Jeffries was a respite from his marriage. It was a way of getting away from Melinda, one of the people who was at several of the meetings said, adding that Epstein and Gates were, quote, very close. A representative for Bill Gates told the Daily Beast, your characterization of his meetings with Epstein and others about philanthropy is inaccurate, including who participated. Similarly, any claim that Gates spoke of his marriage or Melinda in a disparaging manner is false. So he wasn't wasn't just the... the bitch about your wife club according to bill gates you know i just go over to jeffrey's house hang out with the dudes and complain about the old battle axe at home and by the way if you're as rich as bill and melinda gates are like is it really a problem to be in a toxic marriage you could just live in a different continent
2: yeah no i mean and at that point anyway it's like you're two multinational corporations even when you fuck it's like the ceo of nabisco and the ceo of exxon like shaking each other's hands
1: (laughs) Bill never received or solicited personal advice of any kind from Epstein on marriage or anything else. Bill never complained about Melinda or his marriage to Epstein. A representative for Melinda did not respond for request for comment for this report. I mean, she didn't, they didn't respond for request for comment from the report because they wrote the report. (laughs) They're like, no, we gave you the comment. Yeah. It was just in all, all the sources we put you in touch with. Um, as the Daily Beast exclusively reported, Melinda Gates was furious over Bill's relationship with Epstein and was put off by the creepy financier upon meeting him in September 2013 after the couple accepted an award in a New York City hotel. Melinda's anger, people familiar with the matter said, eventually led to the demise of Bill and Epstein's friendship. Shh. yo, hold on to that L, folks. That's that's cringe.
2: Yo, sus. Yo. It's <laughs> like among us, um, us, dude. Us among us. <laughs> Yo, Melinda, sus. goaded.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, I just, God, I, I hate it when the wife gets in the way of bro time, you know? Yeah. You see, when I ha- you, guys need to be guys. Honest you know, guys question. Look, we so, what was it Andrew said on the stream? I uh, was like, guys don't even have Spike TV anymore. There's nothing for guys to watch.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, Honest question. Um, like Bill Gates, like obviously loved hanging out with Epstein, and then it's like Melinda made them break up like a year before uh, he committed suicide. And do you do you think he like cried when that happened? Probably he probably cried and was like "fuck you" and like slammed the door on his aircraft carrier. Or did he just like know it was going to happen and be like, you know, that's why I wanted more time hanging out with him. We're killing him. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I want some
0: great relationship advice before the, we I, fucking yeah. uh, stage his death.
2: I am like interested in his internal, emotional world because it's like he probably knew that was coming, but there was also the part of him that was like, "Oh, I really liked hanging out with him, <laughs> and now I can't even say goodbye because of my bitch wife." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like well, it's just such a weird, like it's such a weird thing to try to navigate the human side of it which i realize is weird to say with bill and melinda gates but it's I'm fascinating just, to me yeah i know it's just like
0: these are two of the most uh, olympian demons of earth like these are uh, archons of, of of evil like presiding over the 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 the, the coming you know liquefication of a huge percentage of the global population and they're also like the lockhorns at the same time
2: <laughs> yeah yeah it's so because it's like As awful as they are, it is, like, they are human beings who, like, have relationships with other human beings, even if they're, like, you know, all right, we have to kill you for the guy that lives on the Denver airport mural. (laughs) 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 It's it's like, I don't know. I'm so curious about it.
1: I mean, I, I just love the whole idea that, like, yeah, like, he was just seeking advice from Epstein on how to be swag. Like I would give I would give anything for like the minutes of those meetings where he's just like uh, now Bill here it's called surging you want to put on a really wild hat when you go out
2: and it's also like Epstein didn't have Epstein just like bought like fifteen year olds he looked like, like shit it's all it's the time like, it's like asking Jimmy Seville for like pickup tips it's like yeah. insane.
1: No, I mean, like, I mean, again, like, what's, uh, I love what like, unspoken here in the thing is just like, hmm, he like, he had a boys' club atmosphere. He loved hanging out with Epstein and, like, oh, his lifestyle was intriguing. I mean, it's like, yeah, because he was a pimp for like every one of these rich nerds who were like, you know, demonically horny but have zero swag. So, like, that's why everyone in Epstein's circle is a guy like Bill Gates or Alan Dershowitz or Larry Summers or Steven Pinker, allegedly. I mean, isn't there a certain profile to all of these, like, yeah. these lame no, like, nerds? He, he collected yeah. the
0: powerful and influential dorks. Yeah, it's like, hey, I can can get you laid without you having to uh, do any of the awkward stuff.
2: Yeah, it's literally like, get me the richest and most annoying men on the planet. (laughs)
0: The guys who can't get laid even with all that money because of how fucking lame they
2: are. (laughs) Like, imagine Dershowitz, like, before this, trying to have an affair.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How do you think that went? I mean, I get like, I, I think all of them are like, even with their wealth and power are limited from like, the you know, like typical, like, you know, angry uh, uh, husband uh, affair having tactics, because like, in order to have an affair, you have to talk to a woman. Yeah. And, and like, I mean, like Alan Dershowitz bending your ear about anything is just about the most insufferable thing imaginable. So, I mean, just, yeah, yeah just remove all that and just buy teenagers from a, yeah. you know, <laughs> from a dark money funded fucking global human trafficking pimp and financier to the rich and powerful
2: i like it's like imagine like a 28 year old woman you're in like sort of an up upscale like upper manhattan bar you have like a form-fitting dress on just hanging out and then just like you just smell like onions (laughs) This guy taps you on the shoulder and is like, Have you never been to Tel Aviv? <laughs> it's
1: like, Yeah, I'm going to
2: fuck this guy, sure. Like, no, yeah, that's the, that's the whole point of Epstein.
1: No, he's like, Taps you on the shoulder. He's like, Excuse me, um, uh, my, my massage therapist, who's uh, an 80 year old Russian woman, she canceled on me last minute. I know this seems like an odd request, but I was wondering if you could just massage my shoulders for the next hour or so. <laughs> um,. On May 3rd, the high-powered couple announced they were ending their 27-year marriage in a statement that read in part, We no longer believe we can grow together as a couple in the next phase of our lives. We ask for space and privacy for our family as we begin to navigate this next life. In her petition for divorce, Melinda said her marriage is irretrievably broken and indicated the couple had settled on a plan to divide their vast assets outside the courtroom. Last week, the New York Post reported that Gates told his golfing buddies he was in a loveless marriage, which had been over for some time, while people described Epstein as a sore spot in the couple's relationship. <laughs> I mean, like, that's what's so... like. Okay, so this is like... This is coming out now in, 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 in the context of like their divorce, and I'm sure this is all being seeded by their various PR people and lawyers or whatever, but like, still even reading this in the Daily Beast, this is all so veiled about, but it's so obvious what's absolutely going on here, that both parties from the get-go knew exactly who Jeffrey Epstein was and everything associated with him and like what going over to hang out with Jeffrey entailed. Absolutely. Um, the only
0: other explanation for this this divorce here... Uh, and, and maybe even, and, and the debate of Bezos divorce too might be that these people are like liquefying assets before a coming global, uh, collapse that they don't want to get caught, uh, overexposed on. And they're just having these as like a, uh, as a public explanation for, for what's happening with all their money. Uh, but you know, if you're doing that, it still makes sense to, to cover that with, uh, another thing that's true, which is that. Bill Gates loved going to hang out with Jeffrey Epstein.
1: People close to Bill Gates told the Daily Beast that the deterioration of the relationship could be seen in Bill and Melinda's body language. The couple used to interact with more laughter and ease, said one friend of Bill, who added that eventually being around them was like arriving at a summit. It wasn't like arriving at dinner with a couple or something. It was more like two heads of state, the friend added. So that's why Epstein could have been a factor in their split. But was it the factor? That I fundamentally don't believe. The friend said that the couple's strictly regimented existence as billionaire philanthropists supplanted the more normal life and levity they enjoyed in the younger years. Bill is far less comfortable being out in the world, the person said. For Bill, it was just so rare he was allowed to do normal things, which is what I think he really craved. Yeah, he craved doing normal <laughs> things. Normal, normal things. Normal guy yeah. stuff.
2: Yeah, you know, like everyone, every neighborhood has the hangout for the married men where they summon the demon ball. <laughs> yeah, know. that that
0: that, uh, that sealed chamber underneath Little St. James—that was just a man cave.
2: Yeah, no, everyone's yeah, everyone has sacrificed children to the misery pit. Every guy does it, and he didn't get to do it because he wasn't normal enough
1: uh gates may have visited epstein uh, a person said because gates enjoys talking and ideas and basically arguing with people and he can be a really brutal person to argue with he likes nothing better than to get together and debate or lecture people or tell everyone he's doing what he's doing with the polio vaccine he has an ability unlike any other person i've met to lecture to a table of people without stopping for an hour boy wouldn't you love to hang out with this guy I that's, can't that's believe awesome. he
2: had trouble finding friends. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome too because it's like people say that about Epstein, where it's like, oh, he, like he, before before like uh, 2018, it was like, oh, he just loves big ideas, and then it's like you find out Epstein was just like stupid. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it's like, oh, it turns he, out the only thing this guy, it. yeah, the only thing this guy like knew anything about was pedophilia. <laughs> but like when he would get scientists in a room, he would be like. Yo, like like is peace sterile? Yo, could you like clone me? <laughs>
1: like, what about you? Can you freeze my dick?
2: Yeah. And it was like it was like, yeah, what were they talking to- What were him and Bill Gates talking about then?
1: Big ideas. Like um if yeah. I if I nut into the freezer, can I come back to life a million years from now?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, could you like make a dinosaur?
1: <laughs> i mean i, the wish, they ta- I wish they were talking i wish they were talking about how to fucking do jurassic park they, they were talking about how oh to fucking God. like how to create the t-virus or something i mean like yeah like <laughs> it was just like no no but it, it was all yeah it was, it was it was it was it was men that fit that profile from like epstein himself to bill gates to dershowitz to fucking like like all like les wexner like run down the fucking list of all these guys they would get together um Obviously avail themselves of, you know, victims of sex trafficking. But, um, and then like the big ideas they would talk about is um, how can I live forever and how can I make sure that every <laughs> child born in the future carries my DNA? Yes. How can yeah. I become all father to the new race of Morlocks <laughs> that we're creating? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Um, you know. And, and there was also that, that the, line the that I just read. Of information the world lost. <laughs>
1: There was that line I just read where it's like, Bill Gates, he'd love to argue and lecture people. He'd love to tell you what he's doing with the polio vaccine. What's up? Wait, run that back. What is he doing with the polio yeah, vaccine? I, wanted to yeah. because I thought that that was sort of a settled issue. A yeah. What's he doing with it? <laughs> yeah,
2: well, Goddamn we it,
0: Bill. Are you putting foreskins in the vaccine again?
2: I mean, we all know the main problem with the polio vaccine is that its IP rights aren't strong enough, and he's finally going to fix that. Yeah, he's
0: going to make sure somebody gets- makes money off of it.
2: Yeah, it's like you did, like, do you think you invented that? Like, what the fuck are you talking about, man?
1: Finally here, it says, according to the ex-employee, Melinda seemed to have a chip on her shoulder because no one really did see her as an equal to Bill, and her work didn't get as much media attention. It really irritated her that people were more into Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's but like, I'm going like, to do you expect? on that one. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean... <laughs> He, he's, you're the the, you're the the he's the guy you're not the head of microsoft sorry who
0: did the he did he's the guy who stole all the i the uh, ideas about the computer he's the guy who did all the illegal antitrust shit he's the guy who's taken all the foreskins he's done yeah. the work yeah. respect like, on his name
2: please oh man i, I mean, mean it's like, she got her wish now because there are people who are like yes i stand, melinda gates My husband is also hanging out with Jeffrey
1: Epstein. (laughs) Gave me the courage to stand up. Uh, This year... uh Another former employee told the Daily Beast that Epstein was a topic of conversation among staff even in 2017, three years after the men's friendship reportedly fizzled, because of concerns that Gates' previous ties to Epstein could harm his reputation. When you work at the foundation, your whole job in life is to protect and preserve and build up the reputation of Bill and Melinda Gates, the person said. I think that's why it still came up. It's because everybody in the fucking building knew what was going on. Every fucking single person, which is insane to me. Like, I mean, you know, oh, Melinda Gates is such a fucking hero now. It's like, I mean, Jesus Christ, took her this long to divorce the guy. She, if she raised an eyebrow about this back in fucking ten years ago, well, I guess when there's that much money involved, it's very hard. Things move at a glacial pace. Yeah, you got to figure out like who gets who gets the clone slaves. That takes a while. Uh, yeah, like, exactly. Like, um, are we going to split the space and the shared mega-AI hard drive where we're going to upload our consciousness into when we die to live, become immortal? How, how much oh, megabytes yeah. is going to be allowed? Can you imagine that? Like, they
0: die and they get uploaded into the cloud and they're, like, in the same uh, cyber chamber or whatever
2: the fuck for eternity? Oh, no. That's, like, Parent Trap. Like, there's going to be a Parent Trap thing where, like, all of them are, like, immortal evil spirits... But their kids are like, oh, my God, we should put them in the same blood crystal so they have to get back together. (laughs) They're becoming like they're morphing into Lovecraftian Great Ones. And they're like, oh, my God, we both have to be the awful god of the cosmos amygdala. This is never going to work. But then they like work. You know what? They fall in love (laughs) again.
1: They get their groove back. They fall in love again. (laughs) You know, and then like. You know, being 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 having every atom in their body pulled apart by like the great abyss really taught them. They they found that levity and joy. You know that that flirtation, that spark that was there when they first started dating.
2: It's like you know what Um, we had we had problems in our awful terrestrial bodies, but now that we've made bloodborne real and we're great ones, (laughs) we found out why we first fell in love.
0: It was the human misery. We we somehow forgotten that over all those years. We we gotten used to all the human misery that we were, uh, all that all that psychic anguish that we would huff like fucking uh, gasoline. We finally realized, oh yeah, that's what gets us off.
1: from uh, Bill and Melinda Gates' uh, marriage and the Jeffrey Epstein Boys Club. Uh, let's, let's turn to another story now that um, raises the question, what's really going on here? What's really going on here? And I'm referring once again to uh, the U.S. government and now via 60 Minutes, uh, by, via a 60 Minutes report, once again, seeming to confirm the existence of UFOs. Now, by UFOs, I, I don't necessarily mean that the, the UFO doesn't necessarily have to mean an alien intelligence but there was a uh, there was a segment on 60 Minutes last night I don't know if you guys watched it but I mean they, they cover a lot of the material that was leaked to the New York Times last year I think you'll remember Haley and I fellow uh, UFO researcher and experiencer uh, delved into these these, these these videos that have been first leaked to the New York Times and now officially declassified by the Pentagon and you know they're all going
2: against the wind the wind's 120 knots from the west dude okay,
1: that's not our us, though, is it? It's not us, dude. But if there's like another the thing, it's rotating. The Pentagon are saying that, like, you know, these are real. We can't explain them. And here they are. And, you know, like in the sixty minutes piece was just like the people who were originally investigating this, or and then the guy who leaked it to the New York Times just being like, Yeah, we don't know what this is, and that disturbs us. But I sort of feel like with things like this, you have to kind of treat them like Snapple facts. And, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. one out of every four of them is true. And, uh, you know, I'll say, like, I watched watched the piece, and it was pretty interesting. Um, Again, if you've been on this tip, it's not exactly uh, earth-shattering revelations or anything. But, I mean, yeah, like, this is declassified now. The Pentagon has admitted that these videos are authentic and that they can't explain them. And that if you take everything at face value or you just, like, confront it, like, you know, literally, like, what it implies is not just the existence of, but, like, the... Wide proliferation of the existence of aircraft technology that is generations past anything currently like that is known to be conceivably possible. I mean, in the video, they talked to a Navy pilot who said that, like, in F eighteen like uh, training flights or whatever off the coast of Virginia Beach in Florida for like two years, would see these things like all the time, like they were fucking pigeons, you know, like these these hovering metallic orbs or shapes. That would, you know, change without any means of like propulsion or visible machinery, uh, change direction and, and, and travel at speeds that are like 13,000 miles an hour or something like that. That is just simply inexplicable. So I ask again, what's going on here?
0: Uh, my guess is it's some sort of uh, the thing that makes most sense because this is just this is not like this is being forced out of them. Like this is all the government saying, all right, should we tell them about the UFOs? Let's tell them about the UFOs. Uh and then like this thing has been rolled out over the past couple of years now yeah. like this steady drop of uh of leaks all many of them coordinated by the guy from Blink 182 on.
1: <laughs>
0: Yep uh, and his <laughs> fucking like weird group that he created to the Stars Academy which he is running with a guy who was like a 20 year army intelligence officer who like did fucking psyops in Afghanistan And now now they're telling us, yeah, hey, there's aliens. Uh, They might be a threat. You know, uh, I know you might be thinking like, hey, who are we fighting anymore? Well, have you considered aliens? Have you considered that the F-35 might not be useful against uh, insurgents in Afghanistan, but it sure as hell might be useful against aliens from another planet? And if it isn't, well, then we just need to put more money into something that will be.
1: Um, and like that was the, the, the framing of the sixty minutes segment with uh, Bill Whitaker was like uh, like one of the like two of the main figures in it. Like one of them was like a yeah twenty a year veteran of Army intelligence who was put in charge of the Pentagon's like A tip program to like look into these like uh you know like gun camera and radar and infrared footage of these UFOs. And then the other guy who leaked uh, these videos to the New York Times is like was a high high up intelligence official in the uh, Obama and Bush administrations. Which like you know you know certainly colors the uh, the the nature of these revelations, but beyond that like like the way that the people who are you know sort of coming forward now with this unclassified information that they want to share to you are like the particularly the navy pilots who talk about this stuff they talk about it in the terms of like we need to take this seriously because this is could be a threat and they're not saying it's aliens but they're saying it could be Russia and China and having like some sort of like yeah like tactical Aircraft or surveillance yeah. capability that we're not aware of.
0: The same Skunk Works that built the uh, the Havana Syndrome ray gun. Yeah, no, that, exactly. We just saw another story today possible. about that. Yeah, these guys. It's all these these other countries. They have uh, they have somehow leapfrogged us by uh, generations in technology. In which case, we need to just disband the government. Like we fucking yeah. spent s- how many trillions of dollars in defense have we spent since World War II, and we aren't the ones with the fucking. Uh, the flying saucers pathetic
2: yeah also i mean usually so this has been moved into being like you know a safe conspiracy theory like the cute one to have because it's like you know john podesta is uh, harry reportedly into it harry reed and it's like you gotta think something's up there and i mean honestly um remember with the podesta leaks the (laughs) like daily beast People were like, oh, there's nothing to see here, but oh, look at this cute email about uh, fucking flying saucers. And it's like, wait, 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 where's the Libya stuff? <laughs> like, <laughs> w- what the fuck are you trying to paper yeah. over here? So, I don't know. Maybe something, maybe something like actually horrifying coming.
1: John Podesta, um, Harry Reid was the first one to um, ask for a Senate inquiry into this. Harry Reid. And even your former leader, James Earl Carter, <laughs> saw what he described as a UFO, What was really only Venus. Roll that clip.
0: Even the former leader of your United States of America, James Earl Carter Jr., thought he saw a UFO once. But it's been proven he only saw the planet Venus.
1: But here's the funniest part about the 60 Minutes Um uh segment is that like you know it, it was pretty interesting, and like you know I can't fucking explain what's going on here i mean like i I've not seen anything to suggest that the, the, these like you know nose cone camera and like infrared videos of these objects are are fake I mean I suppose they could be, but like if they're real i mean it implies something fairly t- disturbing and like shocking about you know the parameters of what we think is like you know technologically possible on this planet and in this universe. But that being said, the whole the whole 60 minute segments, the last interview about like, you know, what happens now? What do we do with this? The last interview segment is with fucking Marco Rubio, which really put like a whole it put a bad sheen on like, you know, because uh, I want to believe, you know, like I, I very much view myself oh my God. as a, as, as a young young Fox Mulder. I love sunflower seeds. I have a passion for the truth, a skepticism and a pornography addiction. But you know, it's like the fact that like the guy spearheading the effort to be like, we have to look into this. It's serious. We need to start like, you know, like there needs to be a process to like, start metabolizing this truth into our like, you know, consciousness is bar none, probably the dimmest, most incurious Senator who's like maybe ever held office. Uh, it turns out that Nicholas Maduro is an alien. Yeah,
2: no, the
1: Philip Green from
2: Casino for the NWO, uh, Marco (laughs) Rubio, like, that's him, and, yeah, makes you wonder. Thought we we elected
1: him because he's so fucking smart. (laughs)
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Can we play the clip of uh, Marco Rubio talking about UFOs? And I watch you, like I mean, l- listeners, you won't be able to see this. You can watch it for yourself. But uh, Matt and Felix, pay close attention to what Marco is doing with his lips and mouth while he's giving this. Oh, show he's you.
2: he's always having fun with those. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's always like, damn. Hope my lips don't get too dry. I better lick them every three seconds. <laughs>
1: Task force service members now are encouraged to report strange encounters,
0: and the Senate wants answers.
1: Anything that enters an airspace that's
0: not supposed to be there is a threat. After receiving classified
2: <laughs> Senator <laughs> Are you, Senator like called for a detailed what the analysis. Fuck?
1: This past December, while he was still head of the Intelligence Committee, he asked the Director of National
0: Intelligence and the Pentagon to present Congress an unclassified report by next month. This is a bizarre issue. The Pentagon and other branches of the
2: military—wow! <laughs>
1: history of sort of okay. missing this. What makes you think that this time is going to be different? I mean, we're going to find out when we get that report. You know, there's a stigma on Capitol Hill. I mean, some of my colleagues are very interested in this topic and some she kind of you know, giggle when you, when you bring it up. But it's I, like I don't think we and rough yeah. to keep us from having an answer to a very fundamental question. What do you want us to do about this? I want us to take it seriously and have a process to take it seriously. I want us to have a process to analyze the data every time it comes in. That there be a place where this is cataloged and constantly analyzed. Until we get some answers. Maybe it has a very simple answer. Um, maybe it doesn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a
2: compelling speaker. What an amazing speaker. America oh. really lost, lost an opportunity not electing him.
0: Uh, who knows what it is? All I know is the NSA needs to be able to read every one of your emails to make sure that you're not an alien.
2: Yeah, Yeah, no, he is... First of all, like Marco Rubio's like confidence in speech, it's like if Joe Biden didn't have the funny flubs, it's just all like it, it's just all like the the car halting crash fucking momentum. yeah exactly like, yeah. But his people who can, can't see the video. I mean, I recommend you watch it just for this part. But it like. It looks like Rubio is trying to get a piece of popcorn out of his lower row of teeth, and then has a horseshoe of Copenhagen in his top row of <laughs> teeth. Like it, <laughs> what he is doing with his mouth and lips in it is insane. It's like Mister like Ed they when they put the peanut him.
1: butter in to make him talk. <laughs> yeah.
2: And like his, I look. It, it is easy to skip past this because you're like just you're like you. An adult shouldn't do that with their mouth, much less a U.S. senator. But th- what he's saying is just like nonsense. <laughs> it's just bullshit. We, we need
0: we need a we need a process. We need a process and, and a and a workflow for the aliens.
2: Yeah, if we had, if there were like superhuman great ones or deep ones coming, who were like, "We're gonna enslave you forever. We're gonna like harvest eggs from you. We're gonna like lay spider eggs in your, your head," and it was like. Well, Marco Rubio is standing in between you and that. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah I get you should that ask that you by. Just do this now, dude. Just fucking stick the space spiders in my asshole now. Well, it's like, yeah, no, he's not stopping it.
1: I mean, I'm glad we have a we have a chance to talk with you about this e- issue now, Felix. When now, thanks to mids, I think your your mind is able to metabolize information like this. This is, I, mean, I think, too scary for you. Uh, previously. Or you would oh, yeah, like you no. like to avoid topics like this before you started using mids regularly.
2: Yeah. If I had um before mids, I probably would have left the recording in fear. <laughs> but now I can face the scary reality.
1: Well, I mean, it's like I mean I've I've remained fascinated with this story and like the 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 images uh collected from these navy navy jets about what's going on here. And like I said, I have a kind of snapple facts uh, mentality about how I approach stories like this. But I do want to believe, and every one out of four Snapple facts is true or something like that. So, I mean, like, while maintaining my skepticism here, I think it's worth considering the implications of if even part of this is true, what the fuck is going on? And, like, what are we, like, have we... That maybe we have passed through some sort of membrane into a, like an, another reality or something. I, I, like, I don't know. I would just like to offer an alternate explanation for, uh, for these unidentified flying objects. Because, I mean, obviously, when you bring up UFO, everyone's minds always turn to you know intelligent life uh, that is of extraterrestrial origin. Could be that. No one brings up time travelers, though. Do you think that there's yeah. a good chance that these crafts could be time-traveling vessels and that, like, the people piloting them were just human beings from a future? Could be. I don't know. I'd like Marco Rubio to look into that. You
0: got to see if anybody is uh, winning any large sports bets. If that, <laughs> we would know if that was the case.
2: Marco, Ru- Marco Rubio thinks he's being tailed by a looper, but it's just, like, one of his 50 sons he forgot about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, right. This is from family number seven. No,
1: <laughs> it's a it's a cra- a craft uh, was able to change direction and pull uh, ten thousand g's, moving sixty miles in one second to serve him um, alimony papers.
2: He's <laughs> <laughs> like, it would be so funny if I mean I do have my own theories about extraterrestrials and like things Spit. that I think share are. Well, I think some things are, like, ancient extraterrestrials. Uh, Not the ancient aliens, like, oh, you know, they built Chichen Itza. But it's more like, I think it it goes into my general theory about how we don't have a proper evaluation of a lot of animal intelligence. And it's like, yeah, I could see something like octopuses came from another planet, but, like, a billion fucking years ago. And they just figured out how to live in the ocean. And, you know, they, they like, have, like, cognitive abilities that we can't quite process. But, um... You know, it would, like, I really can't think of, like, putting a worse foot forward between us and aliens than Marco Rubio. Like, that is just, like, that's the covenant glassing the planet. They'll be like, oh, there's just nothing here. Like, these these things do not, they don't, they're not self-cognizant. They don't. they don't know what death is. <laughs> they can't, like, they would see Marco Rubio, like, he would lead the meeting with the aliens, and he would be, like, st- Pushing a pole door like, for 10 minutes, and I'll be like, Yeah, we should just like get rid of this. Yeah, we like could
0: just put the highway right through here. There's there's nothing going to be lost at all.
2: Yeah, there's some iridium we can grab, but like these things are just like annoying and they're stupid. Like they would treat us like deer.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I, like I said, I want to believe that Cush aliens are real and that, that we can commune with them in some way. But another interesting detail from all the, from this 60 minute story and the news accounts that it's generated is that all of these UFO sightings took place in U.S. airspace, either off the coast of <laughs> Virginia, Florida, or California, near very large military bases, which I guess, like, makes sense because that's what they're doing these flights out of and, like, doing these these, these training runs in, like, in, in squad formation with these F-18s or whatever. But, it, yeah, like, it, just, it does seem that, like... The, and then, like, like to reiterate, the Navy pilots said that they would see these things almost every day for a year or years doing flying out of these air force base or navy navy bases or whatever i whatever not important but like yeah like that they're that they're clustering the east coast of the atlantic like fucking seagulls or something but it's like only america and i guess like i don't know maybe america is the only one admitting to it now but it does seem telling that they're like highly associated with um american uh navy and air force bases on our airspace i don't know like they 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 didn't encounter any of these unidentified flying objects, like you know, uh, f- enforcing a no-fly zone in, over Iraq, or you know, any any, of the, any of the, or like in the Persian Gulf, or like any of the like any missions in which they wouldn't just be like on a training run. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's mm-hmm. a ed- little 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 thread of like skepticism, or what does that what does that really mean or imply? I don't know. But uh, once again, I want to believe. I want to believe. Yeah, we
0: gotta get we gotta smoke up with the aliens.
1: It's our only hope.
2: Yeah,
0: that's why that's why uh, even if these this isn't some sort of limited hangout thing or just a pure psyop to 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 pump, pump, keep the space force going (laughs) orbiting laser platforms that we say are for the aliens, but are actually like cook your brain if you uh, try to do BDS. Uh, Like even if these are aliens, there's no way they're a threat in any meaningful sense. Like if they're if they're hostile one, I think they would have done something by now. And two, we wouldn't be able to do anything about it anyway. Who cares? We, we'd be owned. They would own us. So more realistically, they're not. They're chilling. They're hanging out. They're seeing what's up. I mean, if you're that advanced, I really do have that posadist I, I, uh, belief that a society that is that advanced is beyond our conceptions of, of like domination and hostility and conquest. And they, they would just want to smoke. well,
1: they yeah, I mean them. I think the only like I mean we, we we conceive of alien contact in in the terms of like you know colonialism because in, that's in, what in, like, we do in world history, like that's like a, a the phenomenon that like most closely like provides an analog to like what it would be like for us to encounter like a vastly advanced alien civilization, right? We would just assume that they would just fucking wipe us out and take all the shit that we have on our planet. I, I mean, I, again, if you've mastered intergalactic travel, I don't really know what you'd want to take. You from don't need Earth. anything.
0: That's <laughs> not yeah. the thing where you press a button and you can make anything into anything, however, obviously. However. Yeah,
2: well, well, okay, okay. Well, have you guys considered my screenplay, the worst fucking screenplay ever written? And it's called, it's called Sound Check. And it's about aliens who have mastered everything like time travel, wormhole travel, space colonization, but they don't know how to make music. And they come to Earth, and it's an Across the Universe style like musical, where the aliens like learn from the Beatles, uh, the Bee Gees, uh, David, Elvis, Butta. David Guetta.
1: Shout out to his family.
2: <laughs> it's LMFAO, all of them, and uh, yeah, that could be it.
1: Well, similar to Felix's screenplay idea, yeah, you know, my theory is that like, oh, what would what would it. What would it What would would a civilization, a million years scientifically and culturally more advanced than the human race, what would they want from planet Earth? Like, you know, what could they possibly like other than just tapping the glass for their own amusement? And I think the answer is, what if our pale blue dot is the only place in the known universe that has Kush?
2: Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah.
0: We're the no, only they planet they, they tried, but it doesn't work. No, they it's not
1: the, the same. It's like, the they machine. only can. Is advanced as their technology is? They can only create K two synthetic weed, and yeah. our yes. our little our little corner of of the, this galaxy is like they was produced the only conditions under which that like that gas can be produced in abundance. So the Kush aliens, they want to come here and they want to smoke with us.
2: Yes, Stakes. they want to
1: take us to their dealer.
2: Six billion years in global history of the natural course of the planet, every lucky thing that happened, are the, it's the only conditions that can create the strongest weed of all time, Dro.
1: <laughs> no, it's like... In, and, like, yeah. So, like...
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, like... The dinosaurs I, had to die for Dro.
1: Well, I mean, maybe they killed off the dinosaurs to create the conditions in which, like, bipedal hominids could one day refine cannabis strains into just like the, that, that, that Jim Belushi gas that he's growing out there in Oregon yeah Jim, it's like, for, it's like f- Jim it's are like you for listening us. Jim are you listening please help it's like
2: okay you know what it's like it's like if we found out like lemurs we're making like the greatest beer of all time <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> like that <laughs> like, it's like cute little critters but it's like damn this is better than any beer ever
1: so, like, yeah, they, 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 they redirected that comet to wipe out the dinosaurs, to give rise to, you know, mammalian hominid evolution. Um, and then also, like, 2001 style, they, 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 they dropped that monolith right at the exact moment to create consciousness so that we could one day produce gas. That brain That's killer. it. Yeah.
2: That's it. And you've got to figure the aliens, like, what do they live in? They live in, like, an Elysium-type thing, or, like, the Covenant, There's no, like, the conditions you need to make dro or just really good mids is, like, you know, it's someone's gross room that smells like a terrarium. (laughs) It's a guy with a snake who he's constantly feeding, like, frozen rats to. They can't, they, like, don't have that.
1: Well, I got to say, just watch the skies. Watch the skies. I mean, I just think, like, just be open to experiencing. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. And you know, uh, Senator Marco Rubio is now our ambassador to a galactic civilization.
2: Yeah, he's fucking Admiral Hood from Halo. That's so dark. (laughs) It's him. Yeah, Master Chief is like Dan Crenshaw.
1: But yeah, I mean, like, it's it's just odd. Like, it just we're we're dealing with like this moment of like you know perpetual perpetually cascading and unwinding apocalypses and like our, our search for meaning and just like uh sort of withdrawing inward into ourselves and looking for like you know pseudo religious explanations and 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 grand gestures about you know uh mandela effect like you know oh, we're, we're just shifting timelines constantly and that's why i i don't i i don't remember this tv show the same way i did when i watched it because it was watching a different tv show with something else happened that i remembered from a different reality or that we've crossed a threshold and we're now like you know making that we are now openly making contact with like advanced alien technologies i hope it's true but like i always fear that the more awful and boring explanation is probably right, which is that this is just some sort of advanced weapons program or Psyop to get us to spend another trillion dollars mm-hmm. on our military.
2: It's just it, it would be funny to like to get pulled over for drunk driving and be like, Oh, I thought it was illegal to not do this. The Mandela effect got me again <laughs> <laughs>
1: It, it all started going wrong when they turned on that large hadron collider. We've been we've been shifting realities ever since then. That's true. Yeah. I mean, that,
0: that like the aliens are more likely to be interdimensional than interstellar. That's and, true. You know, you, you fire that puppy up, and all of a sudden, guys just start. They're like taking a Sunday drive, and all of a sudden, they take a wrong turn, and boom, they're uh, they're hovering over a David Buster's in Idaho.
2: Have you noticed ever since they turned on the large hadron collider? Okay, the best rapper is a woman. Best golfer is a guy. The three most powerful guys in the wood world are named Colin, Dick, and Bush. <laughs> Something's up, among us. Among us.
1: <laughs> Damn, alien <laughs> sus. You ever? You ever notice that ever since they turned on the Large Hadron Collider, like I've been getting pussy like crazy, dog. What's
2: up? <laughs> I recommend it.
1: All right. Uh, last thing for today. Um, th- this one comes crazy. File this one away in uh, the wonderful ways in which corporations are making the workplace better for their employees. This comes courtesy, from, uh, courtesy of Amazon press release. From body mechanics to mindfulness, Amazon launches employee designed health and safety program called Working Well Across U.S. Operations. So, I mean, I know they've gotten some bad press lately, but uh, surely this press release will allay any fears about people dying in their warehouses or pissing and shitting in bottles. Today, Amazon announced the launch of Working Well, a new comprehensive program providing employees with physical and mental activities, wellness exercises, and healthy eating support that are scientifically proven to help them recharge, re-energize, and ultimately reduce the risk of injury. I like that right off the bat in this like, press release copy, it reads exactly the same way that like, those Instagram ads that sell you better dog food sound like. You know They're like scientifically proven to provide enrichment to your pet. <laughs> Our employees have the shiniest, healthiest <laughs> coats in the industry. Don't, don't give them dry food. These, <laughs> these frozen meals have real meat in them. Sure to prolong your, your elder dog's life. Um, I'm just going like, to uh, skip ahead here. It says, you know, Amazon takes our safety very seriously and managers have made it clear to me it's more important than ever, even productivity and qu- quality, said Jeffrey Koo, operations employee at Amazon Fulfillment Center in Aurora, Colorado. Working well is an extension of that. It makes sure we're taking care of our minds and bodies. It encourages us to make positive changes to how we work. And since I started watching the program's health and safety videos, I've incorporated a stretching routine into my day. I'm just going to go ahead and read like the the bullet points of like the the items available in this program here. So it says here health and okay, this is under the headline scientifically proven health and safety education exercises. Health and safety huddles. Daily opportunities to engage employees on strong body mechanics, wellness topics and ongoing safety education. Operations leaders and small groups of socially distanced employees gather near workstations and watch short interactive videos on rotating topics created by health and safety professionals and injury prevention specialists. Topics rotate on a monthly basis and range from gripping and handling, pushing and pulling, nutrition, and more. In the last year during its pilot phase, health and safety huddles contributed to reducing MSD-related injuries and received nearly 90% positive feedback from surveyed employees. So get getting get in the cuddle huddle we're teaching yeah. you how, how not to how not to get your arm ground up by one of our robots
0: yeah that's it is that this is <laughs> this is so that when one of the machine arms goes crazy and pulls your dick off they go well did you you didn't stretch fair enough. i mean let's be honest here you didn't do the full stretching exercise <laughs> regime beforehand what did that contribute to it we don't know how's,
1: how's your
2: breathing for you well,
1: how's your
0: how's your
2: yeah, a lot of people don't know, but yoga can help with uh, urine retention, which
1: is something that Amazon
2: employees have struggled a lot with.
1: I mean, like, you know, you're on the line, you're packing boxes, you're meeting your quota. Do you know that if you can track the muscle that you usually use to cut off a stream of urine, just like in, in, on your own, quietly to yourself, you can last longer during sex. Yeah. You won't bust. It's a little exercise that anyone can do at any time of the day for overall wellness improvement. Uh, okay. Absolutely. Speaking of which, Wellness Zones provides employees with voluntary stretching and muscle recovery via easily accessible dedicated spaces with Amazon's operations build, within Amazon's operations buildings. These areas incorporate interactive videos and written information to help employees proactively improve their health, health and wellness in areas like body mechanics, wellness topics like best practices in stretching, ongoing safety education, and more. So a, a Wellness Zone would, would that is essentially what in a previous era would just be called the employee lounge or cafeteria. Uh, yeah, this is-
2: no, I mean, that's, yeah, that's the future. It's just, uh, instead of break rooms they're like mindfulness, like kennels.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, I, I like it. Like you go into the wellness zone and there'll be healthy snacks for you to eat. And there'll be like, you know, lots of information about breathing and stretching. What will not be there? OSHA regulations or anything about forming a union, <laughs> yeah. and the U S labor law. Because <laughs> no, it's true. Like in any break workplace, like in in the break room, they always have like the OSHA guidelines and like U.S. labor, like that, like this sort of laminated uh, posters that are like just there because it's just like they're just covering their bases in terms of not getting sued. Uh, this is the best one though. amazon yes. amazon guides employees through mindfulness practices and in individual interactive kiosks at buildings. During shifts, employees can visit Amazon stations and watch short videos featuring easy-to-follow well-being activities, including guided meditations, positive affirmations, calming scenes and sounds, and more. Employees like Katie Miller from the Amazon Fulfillment Center in Aetna, Ohio, say the pilot program has been helpful. She shared... Self care is important, and Amazon gives me an opportunity to take time for myself to just pause and regroup, which helps me be better at work. When I take that time, I come back more to work, more focused, and it has a lasting effect on the rest of my day. Uh, these Amazon kiosks sound exactly like what they did to Edward G. Robinson at the end of Soylent Green. <laughs> yes, they're like they're like watch this calming video of a stream and a deer drinking from it. <laughs> <laughs> return, return more focus than ever unless you've
0: fallen uh, below quota for uh, too many consecutive quarters in which case pay no attention to the soothing uh, wellness juice being pumped into your femoral artery <laughs>
1: Uh let's see here um, uh, using technology to connect with employees in buildings and at home mind and body moments <laughs> <laughs> hourly prompt so hourly prompts employees receive at their workstations, guiding them through a series of scientifically proven physical and mental activities to help recharge and re-energize and ultimately reduce the risk of injury. These activities designed to reduce muscle and mental fatigue range from various stretching recommendations, breathing exercises, and mental reflections. Since piloting this program in Select Sites, employees have shared that these moments have improved their physical and mental well-being. while work by the end of the year mind and body moments will evolve to more personalized prompts just that's bone chilling i mean hey you know it'd be a good uh, a mind and body moment for me if i can take a lovely 20 minute crap looking at my phone on company time (laughs) how about can i leave and smoke a cigarette outside for like five ten minutes that that to me is is mindfulness and and a mind body moment that would leave me uh that would recharge my work juices no well instead we'll offer you uh Proven Eastern techniques to
0: uh, absorb the feces into your body without having to go to the bathroom.
1: These are the same proven Eastern techniques that uh, they used on John McCain at the Hanaway Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> certain, certain, uh, certain stretching positions we find very motivating to our employees. We connected them with a personalized bamboo cane. Uh, the the last uh, working well mobile app will soon provide at-home access to all of the on-site safety, health, and wellness offerings in Amazon buildings, including Amazon Eat Well Mind and Body Moments. The Working Well mobile app offers employees a digital library to help facilitate proactive wellness behaviors like stretching and muscle recovery, mindfulness exercises, and body mechanics coaching. Working Well was developed by employees who care deeply about their coworkers and are dedicated to promoting workplace health and safety. The Working Well team will continue to elicit feedbacks and ideas from employees and use the science of safety to solve problems and establish new industry best practices in its relentless pursuit to support employees and keep them healthy and safe every day. So, yeah, the mindfulness kiosks, they follow you home. They'll tell yeah. you to do stretches when you're at home. They'll tell you to do stretches in your, on your time. And I it's like all this stuff about like, body mechanics and stretching or whatever, I mean, like, this is just all about the fact that like, the, the workforce at these fulfillment centers are like mostly over the age of 50, and they're doing yeah. like, physical labor on their feet for 12 hours a day. Yeah, I but, can't wait know, for it to give you the mandatory prostate exam when you get home. But, you know, I mean, if they, had, if they ate healthier snacks, they wouldn't be so, you know, beleaguered.
0: And, uh, and all these wonderful choices that you get, it's going to be so fun as they become mandatory. As, like, you have to spend an hour in the ISO cube every day to reduce their uh, possible uh, you know, loss of productivity from your hamstrings snapping
1: on the fucking uh, fulfillment line. What a fucking nightmare. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, it's just. Oh, God. It's not good, folks. It, folks. It's very bad. It's very it's bad. bad. Very bad. <laughs> It's just the idea that, like, at the workplace is bad enough, but the idea that this will follow you home and you'll be getting personalized prompts to, like, direct you to stretch, breathe, or watch a mindfulness video on your own fucking time just so that you can bear to face another 10 or 11 hours on the fucking line at one of these gulags. Jesus Christ. Just, oh, God. Aliens. God, cush aliens, please. We need the cush aliens. Please just we need
0: just, the cush aliens to God, come.
1: Just like, just could you just flip the switch on the next big paradigm shift in evolution? We need it right now so badly. We need it yeah, so badly. We need another finger. We need <laughs> like
0: an extra thumb or something. We need our pineal glands to just like just, quadruple in size.
1: I know you're probably just talking to dolphins or whatever, but like, we need, we need your help. You're yeah. our only help. I'm talking
0: to the dolphins. The dolphins <laughs> are
1: fucked. They've got fins,
0: They're, there's nothing they can do. We we need your help so bad, so bad. Come on, man. We got the good dang shit. The we've got like we've got better weed than we've ever had. We're we're, we're doing seismic advances in weed. We could blow that shit right into your dome. Oh, Just well, come here and 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 use the fucking uh, Mars attacks gun on fucking
1: Bezos, please, and Marco Rubio. Yes. Ah 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean honestly like Mars Attacks was a utopian film because at the end of that movie yes. like humanity is reborn into paradise
0: yeah they, after they destroy the entire
1: ruling class yep oh man well heaven is out there in space but it remains hell on earth indeed until uh, next time guys bye 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 bye
0: it's not you. want to be loved by anyone it's not unusual You up to have fun with anyone, but when I see you hanging about with anyone, it's not unusual to see me cry.